What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 12 of Dudes in the Dugout. We are very sorry we missed last week. Came across some important things we had to take care of. Mm-hmm. But we are back. I'm here with my boy, Maddie. What's up, guys? TCOB. Our boy, JP. The reason why you didn't hear JP is because JP had to miss tonight. JP, we will miss you. But Love you, you bro. Hear, you will hear from him in a clip later in the episode. And we're here with my boy, Hans. Hey, how's it going, everybody? And I'm your boy, Dog, coming at you. Boys, we made it to the halfway mark, the all-star break. <sighs> I can't believe it happened that fast, that feels like It feels like a full season from like any other sport. It feels like I just watched like a full like 17 weeks uh, NFL season. Right. And we're halfway through it, guys. The big thing, too, is that we're finally out of what I call the COVID era. You know, oh, the past yes. two years of being COVID-stricken. Yep. So we're at a nice normal length of baseball, but we made it. Some hate that, some love it. Like us, we love the 162 game season. Oh yeah, I, w- I wish there was 200 games in it. No, let's <laughs> just play all year, indoors and everything. But the most important baseball comes in December. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could only imagine that. But yeah, yeah halfway through, and you know what? We had an action-packed season. I mean, I don't think I've been this excited after uh, a half season of baseball in in a, in a while. In a while, I mean, like you said, with uh, with with uh, the, the ick that was going around yeah. the past uh, two years, it just didn't feel normal, and it's it's it feels normal this year. It feels normal. Yeah, back to everything. So I mean, this week, guys, we got the All Star Game, obviously, home run derby, derby tonight, derby tonight. That's gonna be a good one. Obviously, we'll be posting this episode right around when the derbies, you know, chiming in. So next episode, we'll kind of highlight the results of everything from there. So, uh, who do you guys, uh, who do you guys see, uh, see taking this derby tonight? I mean, I, what do you, what do you think the final? I'm gonna let Evan take what, a guess out of my mouth. What's your championship matchup? Ooh, championship. Oh, that's actually. Do you want me to go over the matchups first? Yeah, well, what's, give us what's the results, sucks, What sucks is it can't be Acuna and Alonso. Yeah. That's what's right because that's what I'd love to see. But what are the matchups? Well, Matt? Uh, of course, uh, bracket style, you know, low seed, high seed plays each other. Uh, the number one seed Kyle Schwarber against the legend number eight seed Albert Pujols. Uh, number uh, the uh, returning champ uh, number two Pete Alonso against Ronald Acuna. That's going to be an NL East blast off. Can't wait to see that. Uh, number three Corey Seager against the young J Rod. I'm I'm excited to see yeah, to see an upset yeah. there, and uh, I think probably the most underrated of them all, the four and the five, Juan Soto, Mister Mister Millionaire versus uh, number five Jose Ramirez, J Ram, and uh, m- more about Juan Soto in a, in a little bit. Oh, yeah. But I mean, those are some good matchups. Oh yeah. Here's, here's the thing: Juan Soto didn't do so well his first derby. No, he didn't. But. Here's what I think is going to happen. I think it's going to be the future Met Juan Soto against <laughs> to hear it. the current Met Pete Alonso. That would be cool in the finals. That'd be very cool. I Pete mean, Alonso taking it, bringing back his third. I think yep. Juan Soto's using this as like an audition, kind of like, "All right, guys, <laughs> pay me my money." Yeah, yeah, right. Watch what I could do. Now, here's the funny one: Albert Pujols really using his last year to do everything. Yeah. I I just love to see that. Why not? Right? Yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, we all know he's a champion hitter. But how do we genuinely think he's going to perform? Do you think he's going to get out of the first round? I don't think he makes it past the first round. I, I think I think he's going to be winded halfway through the what? What do they get? Three minutes or something like yeah, that? Three minutes get, with their bonuses. Yeah, and then they get bonus ball. I, I think I think by a minute and a half, I'll call a timeout. 
Hate to see it, but you're probably right. I mean, I'll it's cool honest. to see him up there, though. I'll be yeah, honest yeah. with you. I think anybody calls a timeout in a minute yeah. and a half. Yeah, it's tiring <laughs> swinging at a million. Oh, I, was, I mean, honestly, he might call. Especially he might call his timeout forty-five seconds. That's in. what I'm saying. I think he might, <laughs> he might go earlier. But you know what? I think I do think he might put up a good show, though. I think it could. Yeah. I think the biggest catalyst that a lot of people don't think of all the time is who's pitching to them, because I, I, they're lobbing those balls in there, but sometimes. These guys can't find the strike zone putting the ball over at like 40, 50 miles an hour. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like they're not used to it. So I, I know like Pete Alonso, he has some chemistry with his pitcher. Um, you got to hope that whoever like Albert Pujols is with, he, he's known for like the, the 50 years he's been playing in the major leagues. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, Albert or his pitcher. Yeah, well, <laughs> but, you know, guys like guys like Schwarber, who's number one. I mean, I, we've never seen him in a, in a home run derby. Yeah. So how, how do right. you think he performs? I think he's going to put on a good show. Oh, he's, I, he's hitting he bombs. Probably, yeah, he he's probably, going to be doing he, well. He makes it to the semis. He's only four behind Judge on the, on the, the season for home runs. He's at 29. Judge really? is at 33. So, Schwarber really just, he, he, he all he, he does hot. is hit home runs now. He got yeah. hot. Oh, yeah. And it's crazy because Judge isn't in it. But because, uh, Judge Judge already won his, his uh, home run derby, and I don't think he's ever going to do another one again. Yeah, I was going to say, because you're saying it before we started up here, yeah. that it's one of those things where... Bad juju. Bad but, juju. And that's I, why Stanton's not in it, you were saying that's that. That's why I think yeah, Stanton didn't... Because Stanton wanted to be in it, but... I mean, I, I think seeing someone standing over someone like... Uh, Corey Seager or like or, or J Rod, mm-hmm. I think I think he would have been in there first, but I, yeah, I think with him just being a little hesitant about it. But I like that they got J Rod in there. I love that there's a rookie in there. That's that's really cool. Yeah, it's a mixed bag. I mean, you have people experienced, you have newbies, you have yeah. Albert. <laughs> I mean, you, you have absolute crushers, and then you have guys who aren't necessarily known for home runs, you know, have power, but not known for home runs. Guys like, like J-Rod, you know, Corey Seager, we all know they, they can hit them, but yeah. they're not known like like uh, Polar Bear Pete or, or, or Kyle Schwarber. Right, I so, was going to say, like, good, that's going to be a good one. Gotta that's going to be, be good. good. I think we're seeing the best matchup in the first round yeah. with Pete Alonso and Acuna Jr. Yep. Uh, that's going to be... I think that's going to be the best matchup, and after that, and I'm not trying to jinx it, but at that point it's just going to be Pete yeah. Alonso's home run derby. Like I said, I think the most underrated matchup is Juan Soto and J Ram, and that's gonna be fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. that's gonna be a lot, of, a lot of fun. But kind of going on to Juan Soto, we know he just turned down fifteen years, four hundred and forty million dollars. Like that is is that one of the biggest deals? Absolutely presented? insane. Yeah, like yeah, it, it's the longest. It's definitely it's the, the longest, longest deal. 15, fifteen years. But yeah, he turned turned it down. So it's. Does he not want to be with the Nationals? Was it too long of a contract? What What was it? And I I think it's a hundred percent not wanting to be with Washington. Right. I, I give it that half of it, but I would say fifteen years is a huge commitment. That it's tough to say you want to be with the Nationals that long when he's already looking hesitant to stay with him in general. Like if they came at him with a five year contract and equivalent money. So like you know I'm not going to do the quick math here, but. If you break that down into a third, instead of 15 years, give him the five, give him his equivalent in millions. I think he would have bit at five years with the Nationals. Mm-hmm. But 15 years, I mean, how old is he? Early 20s? 23. He's so 23. he'd be 38, maybe 39. He'd be pretty much rounding that's Albert his, Pujols' his age. That's like, his career. That's yeah. his career. I his mean, whole career was going to be buried with the Nationals. And when you put it in perspective that way... Who would want to do that with any team? Mike Trout did it with the Angels. I I, I mean, like, I wonder if he's regretting it. If you, if you know you're with a team, you know that's gonna be like 
the Yankees, the Dodgers, yeah. perennial contenders, guys like that. You could say the Mets now. Yeah. If you know like that's that's a team you're gonna go to, yeah, oh, then that, it's like that, that you'll ink, take that. Things going on the paper. Yeah, you, that yeah, you, you're, you're doing it, but like a team like the Nationals, and I think I think Soto might get a little bit of his influence maybe from someone like Trout, someone who said, mm-hmm. you know what, like this is a this is a long contract, this is a long time to stay with a, a single team who has so many uncertainties. You know, a lot of people were saying that about about Stanton with yeah. a long deal with the Yankees. Thing is, with a team like the Yankees, you know. You you have a chance, right? Have, so if you if you find a team you have a chance with, I don't I don't think I think you're a little less hesitant. So a team like uh, I think if, if teams are actively going to go after Juan Soto, like the Dodgers, the Mets, the Yankees, maybe the Cardinals, yeah. Padres, Padres, yeah, yeah. I I think those those are the the top contenders. I think you see a, just being big cities, big stuff. I'm just kind of nervous as a Mets fan. Do you see Juan Soto seeing a Manny Machado and a Tatis Jr. over in San Diego and saying, "I want to play with those guys"? Yeah, I, I and that, that's that's what I think. That would be a dangerous team. That's yeah. one of the biggest selling points, I think. It's and a super team at that point. Because you, be really you also careful. have to. How long am I going to be playing with these guys? Right, right. So if you're looking at um, at a squad, maybe like the Yankees, you might see some older players who he might not be playing with five years into the future. So right. that might be play against his decision against going there. But mm-hmm. a team but like the Padres, I think, is really promising. But, with. but then again, you have a team of Alonzo, Lindor, McNeil. You have um, Marte. He's older, but... Mm-hmm. When, when is Pete going for for his contract? Like, like So when is... I, when, think, I think he's up in 23. Okay, so... And and do you see the Mets definitely kind of resigning him? Like yeah, make, uh, make them, he's the future. No he's the future. Yeah, there's no reason not to. Because yeah, as long as like you know their their core guys are gonna remain in the future, I think I think that's a big selling right. point. But, but speaking of the money aspect, I heard today, and these ladies on SNY yeah. made a good point because they were talking about does Soto come to the Mets, and they were saying. Him turning down the Nationals' contract, and what if he takes something less just to get out of Washington yeah. and say he signs with the Mets? They're saying him taking less money is going to hurt someone like an Aaron Judge because Judge is looking for the long-term yeah. big-money deal when he just turned down $440 million yeah. for 15 years, mm-hmm. and he takes, say, maybe he takes 350 at... Ten years mm-hmm. from somebody, yeah, that's gonna hurt Judge. Oh yeah, because you know, you know what they're gonna say. Juan Soto's better than you. Why would I sign you for four hundred? There, there's at least yeah, there's a longer, a longer duration that you're gonna be in the league. Juan Soto's gonna be in the league. He's, and Juan Soto's younger. Yeah, he's got he's got another seven seven years seven years younger than Judge. But now here's the thing with Juan Soto going to the Mets. Who do they drop down to fill in that gap? Not that it's an issue, but I mean, you're talking like left fielder positions. I think McNeil's out there. Like I'm looking at listings. Yeah, Marte. Yeah, Marte, Nimmo, well, you're, Kana. Your out, your outfield's gonna be Soto, Nimmo, Marte. Yeah. If, if they sign Nimmo, if they sign Soto. And 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 the thing is, any. And you're gonna throw. Oh, sorry. And you're gonna throw Canna at DH. Now that's because the other gonna, thought the cause, DH Because you're, you're gonna be trading. J.D. Davis, Dom Smith. Yeah. They're going to be gone. That's the thing that I've been 100%. talking about with, you know, the Figglers, uh, Big Mets fans. We've been talking about this a little bit, too, is that what are they going to do with their trades to get big people like Juan Soto? And, yeah, Dom Smith is one of those guys that are 
highly valuable, but not doing what he needs to do right now. So he's, not, he's on the chopping block. Him and JD Davis aren't proving themselves yeah. because, you know, just just take a look at their numbers compared to the DHs around the league. If you get Juan Soto, you easily fill your DH spot at that point because you can have you can have Marte in right, Nimmo in center, Canna in left. Yep. Soto at DH, or you could do Canna at DH or Marte at DH. You could then you can. F- they have a lot any, of functionality at their DH. Then yeah, yeah. you could do anything at that point. I, at DH. I, I think something that really plays a big factor in this whole Soto movement is going to be farm team. Do you have the prospects to to get Soto? Because the money's the one thing, but the Nationals want something. I'm glad you. The Nationals that want up. something and. I'm 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 not too um too sure on the Mets farm team, but how do they have the prospects to give to get to? Because I I mean they do, but you have to Alvarez. give up. The, but it, they do, but it's scary. You have to give up they the farm. They have Beatty. They have Alvarez. They they have, know every team knows yeah. they have well, to give up the farm for Soto because, because is this just a rental right now? The Nationals have second to worst farm team. Yeah, and they need they, they need, need a guys. replenishment. So I'm foreshadowing here on this because I saw this last night with the draft. The Mets picked up number one prospect catcher. And, and he got the uh, what was Georgia, the award? Right? Yeah, Georgia Tech. Kevin Pareda. Yeah. Uh, he got what's the catcher's award? Uh, they, I'm trying to remember who they named it. It was um, some type of glove award. Buster Posey. Yeah, Buster Posey. The award. Buster Posey award. So he is a top catcher. My first thought goes to this: Why are you seeking catchers at your first round pick when you have a Francisco Alvarez? Instantly went to. They're going to dump Alvarez for big money. They could. They they could. They could either use that, him as yeah trading either, bait. Either that, or they're going to take him. Take him and just move and him trade over. Him. Yeah. And that's the curiosity because I feel like again they need to fill that catch position ASAP. Either that, or they're thinking about bringing Alvarez up and replenishing the farm team. Right. So because there's a Brian lot of McCann, movement. Or Brian McCann. James McCann. He's out again. Yeah. McCann done. And Nito, Nito's not very productive no. at the plate, but he is him throwing guys out from his knees. Is getting ridiculous. Like I, I love watching it. He's amazing. Oh, yeah. I he mean, throws a strike from his knees. Every his time. glove work is great. His throwing's great. But I mean, I think I saw a slugging percentage at four hundred. Yeah. His batting is at, His batting is awesome. He's not a batter. I mean, and that's what sucks. But you have like someone like Alvarez who needs to work on his glove, but is a great bat up there. It's going to be interesting to see. But then, Pareda, this kid that's coming up. He's got it all. Yeah. So I'm curious to see what they do with this draft pick with Francisco Alvarez and then now all these, you know, Juan Soto talks. The Mets have so many people they could dump for salary yep. to make up the gap they need to buy out Soto. I saw people saying get rid of Mark Canna. <laughs> I hate that talk because I that's, love that guy. Yeah, that's BS to I, me. I see the biggest thing against the Mets and Soto, and, and we talked about it a little bit, was do the Nationals want to continue to see Juan Soto well, 15 times a year. Right, you're and, saying And it's a, interdivisional trades, they happen, but I, teams aren't happy about it. So no. there's, I, I think, I, I'm really glad you brought up the Padres because I think they, they see, I think that's the secret sleeper team for Soto. I think he sees, sees young, a young team that has so much promise that's really vying for that spot. And I don't know, I, 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 I I think I think the Padres might be the destination, but of course I'm always rooting for for the Yankees and, and Soto because that would just be a disgusting outfield. Yeah. I, I just I, I mean I, I don't know, cry. Matt. But the I'd way, cry. The way Soto's talking about playing a City Field sounds like he wants to play at City Field 80 times. I a just year. Don't, I just don't think he's played a, a Yankee Stadium enough. To, to <laughs> right. And also looking at the draft picks too, uh, 
The Nationals picked up Elijah Green center field. I wonder if they're prepping their outfield slots in the worst case scenario to cover their bases and make sure. Well, see, you know, it's funny because like after you draft, drafting is like it's so weird because you're drafting from college or like from high school, like like an academy or something, your high school. And then they, they go right into the minors. So it's like no one makes like an immediate splash. So like, right. they're, they're, you know, Mets got their catcher. The, um, National just got an outfielder. This this guy might not see the they might not see see a major league field, field for three to three, five years. Maybe yeah. not at all. Like I know the Yankees got a um, another 6-7 right fielder. Jesus. They got Aaron Judge 2.0. It's oh like, uh, you know, people are saying, oh, is that, they were trying to replace Aaron Judge. No, but it's like they know in time, like, they're going there's to a chance to. he may not be there, but... And that's how you farm. You, you yeah. farm smart that way and, for that exact reason. And half the time when you're drafting, you're drafting a player, it's like, is this guy going to be a future all-star for us or a trade chip? Well, that's the yeah. thing. Think about exactly what Tyler said, farming. It's like, literally, like, when you draft somebody, mm-hmm. you're literally planting a seed. Yep. Starting him in double A, mm-hmm. whatever, single A. Letting him build his way up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he makes it to Triple A, that player's growing. Oh yeah. Look at Alvarez. Look at. I mean, look at look at the MLB. All these players came from that. that, that did Did anyone see the Futures game? No, no I, I missed it. Oh, lot. How was it? Um, great. I mean, there's a lot of lot of great highlights. I I was happy to see Jason Dominguez from the Yankees hit a homer. The uh, the shortstop, I think he's um in the um the Cardinals farm system. Threw the ball from uh, shortstop to first base, 100.7 miles per hour. Yeah, 100.5 miles an like hour from shortstop. Like, oh, my God. Why are like, you doing that? Like the guy wasn't even fast. No, like that was kind of excessive, but you, uh, you saw a lot of, a lot of cool, a lot of, uh, a lot of bright spots in the future. So I think uh, we're going to see a lot, of, a lot of exciting baseball in the coming future. Well, so let's let's go from the home run derby. Yeah. Quick talk about the All Star game. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, and, and what do you guys think of the fan voting in these players? Who got snubbed? What, what, do, you, what do you think? Fan, I'm not. I'm never happy with with the the fan votes. Um, I think it's trash. I mean, fan voting. I think put out a little bit, but at the same time, I want to give the American League what they deserve. Alejandro Kirk, Vladimir Guerrero, two Blue Jays. Of course, Canada just voted for the Blue Jays yeah. just right off the rip, but. I'm not trying to put down those two guys with the American League because I think they greatly deserve their spot on the All-Star game. I mean, Alejandro Kirk is the only catcher, in my opinion, that actually stepped up across the whole league yeah. mm-hmm. and played that position oh, yeah. well. He did very I mean, well. The man's got hustle for you know a bowling ball figure, but yeah. not much room to talk on that. But at the same time, that guy... I mean, his dingers. Guy, he does well. Picks, picks like uh, I mean, Altuve is um, he um, he's I, I think he he chose not to play or is he injured? He I think chose not to play. Injury, he chose not, he, he chose not to play. But like, the thing is, the backup for that. So when they had the voting, it was Altuve or Espinal. Yeah, and, and, and Espinal only got there because you know the Toronto, the Canada factor. Right. And there were other there were other second basemen who I I think. We're way more deserving than Espinal. Without but, question. But, uh, I mean, it's... Uh, you, I, I, Jimenez, I, like, took that position off Jimenez him. did well. I think he'll Glaber do Glaber well Torres it. has the, the top war out of sec, AL second baseman. Do you hate that? Like, you know, he I didn't mean, get it? I mean, it's one thing. I'm, like, so impartial about the, um, the All-Star. I mean, it's cool to see if I could see Yankees be on it. But then it's like... It's what it is. You're not... Like, Garrett Cole made it to the All-Star game. Okay, great job. Yeah. He just pitched... Yesterday, so he's not even gonna play. 
So right. good, and I'm happy. Because I'd rather see these players not risk injury on a game that literally means nothing. Yeah. If anything, bring back that the winning winning team gets um gets home field advantage. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I love that. Al and that gave them something to play for. Oh yeah, because everyone going there, there, they want that at that point. Yeah. So so I, I I do like the Al side. The Al side is is good. Um, uh, I disagree with Otani. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it should have been Jordan Alvarez. hundred percent. He's injured though, right? Yeah, Jordan's yeah. So, injured. I just saw that. I think he should have been the the top vote getter for DH, but mm-hmm. Otani play because of the injury. But no, I get it. he got snubbed. Yeah. Otherwise, looking at the American League, you know, down the line, at third base you got Rafael Devers. You know, James isn't here to speak mm-hmm. on behalf of the Red Sox, but I'm sure he'd love to. You know, see Devers do his thing. Tim Anderson. Guy's a punk, said it every episode, but he's a good player, so is what it is there. And then, of course, your outfield, you're looking at Judge, Trout, Stanton. Uh, Now, I was seeing something right now, too. Trout may not play because of he's, he's, he's not playing. He's not so playing. So Byron, Byron Buxton. Buxton will be starting over over him, yeah. In which well which deserved is definitely good, too. Yeah. I don't think there's Low any average guy, that. but man, the power on that guy. He's electric. The American League has a dangerous all-star lineup. Yeah. The reser- I mean, that. looking at the reserves, I'm seeing, like, that's an all-star team. Yeah. Guys like Ty, uh, Ty France, J-Ram, Seager, uh, Xander Bogarts. <laughs> like, great, great team, I think, all around. And I think their pitching is is excellent, too. So as a Yankees fan and the only guy here to represent the AL League in fandom, what do you think about it? AL the uh, the AL team I think is top notch. Pitching I I like that. Um, I hope Shane McClanahan starts. I'd be think it'd be cool to start a, a lefty. Yeah, he is starting. Is he he's starting? Yep. Oh, cool. That'd so be great. um, yeah, because Verlander Verlander chose chose not to do it, but I think having Shane McClanahan he'll be um a good a good starter. The and, lineup on pitchers you got McClanahan, Cortez, Manoa, Valdez. I mean, right there off the top, like, yeah. great pitchers. Verlander's, like, floating at the bottom of this list. Great relievers. Like, what a bullpen. Clay Holmes, uh, Gregory Soto, Liam Hendricks, Jordan Romano. Does Otani pitch? No. 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 no I don't, because I, don't... I see, like, you know, I'm looking at the CBS MLB lineups that they host, and they have Otani listed as pitching, and I'm looking at it thinking, there's no way if he's DHing. Yeah, no, he's, yeah. he's not pitching. No. But, um, but yeah. I, what about the National League? Well, the, the, the AL usually... Wins it, I think they have more wins than the National League. Yeah. And so I think this might be a chance that you see a National League, the National League take it. Or I think, yeah. I think it's more even now because, yeah, this National League team looks pretty darn good. They look stacked. Evan, if you want to take lead. Well, right off the top, Acuna Jr., 100%. Moogie Betts, 100% deserving. Manny Machado. I He was hurt for a while, right? I didn't think he was going to be able to play, but he is. Yep. Paul Goldschmidt, neck and neck with Alonzo. I think Alonzo is more deserving of it, to be honest with you. Um, Trey Turner, 100%. Wilson Contreras, 100%. William Contreras, only because Harper's hurt. I get it. Mm. Well, that's the thing, because I see they listed Harper as a DH, but being hurt. Yeah, he's, Why isn't that, Alonzo filling in that DH spot? Because he's not DH, he's first right, base. Right, right. He got, he got votes as first base and not DH. And that's a shame, because he could easily fill that gap without question, yeah. but... That's uh, how it works. You got Jock Peterson. Okay. Jeff McNeil starting over um, someone who didn't. Uh, jazz. jazz. Jazz, yep. Jazz decided not to play, so Jeff McNeil's. Well, gonna... Jazz is hurt right now, so yeah. I think. But do you think Schwarber 
deserve that spot over Jock Peterson? I do. I, I do. do. I do. I'm surprised that's not the case. I wonder if the derby has any effect that he's just going to save all of his energy and swing in the bat, taking it easy the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. But even then, I mean, everyone knows the All-Star game's casual. Yeah. Like, no one's laying out. Like I literally think Jock Peterson is in the All-Star game because he had that three-homer game against the Mets yeah. back yeah. in what, May. I mean, mm-hmm. not to knock his season. Definitely a good season, but, yeah. I mean, Schwarber turned it on a little late. Kind yeah. of, you know, after the, the voting has, like, said... Um, Kind of got set, so yeah, maybe that was something that kind of affected Schwarber. But uh, that National League team is it looks really, really it good. Looks good. But one and thing, you got one, Clayton Kershaw starting, yeah. who, oh, who, yeah. pit, who pitched seven perfect innings the other day. Pretty good. Again, <laughs> love to see that. The one thing that I love, and I hope they continue to do this going forward, is their legacy selection. Of course, uh, Miggy on the uh, AL side, oh, Alba yeah. Pujols on the. Um, on the NL side, so and I, oh, I hope they actually get you know some some good at bats. Like I, they they should get some at bats because I want I want to see one of them take uh oh yeah take one of these pitchers deep. That'll be nice. Yeah. Imagine seeing. I don't that. think you're gonna see Miggy do that. So who's who's starting pitcher on um on the NL side? Is it Alcantara? Oh no, you said uh, Clayton Kershaw. Clayton yeah, Alcantara's next, and okay. then followed up by Corbin Burns. Alcantara, he's. He could be a good trade bait. I got to watch him pitch uh, when I went to the Mets game, not just that, yesterday, that Sunday, but the Sunday the before. The 2-0 game, yeah. I mean, oh, he, my he God. That whole game. Gas, man. That whole game, guys. I'll tell you what. It was just a pitching matchup because Taiwan Walker doing great. Obviously, it wasn't a Scherzer game, but yeah. let's be real. Like, Taiwan Walker does, you know, throw some good like pitches. But to see the two of them have just a pitching match, yeah. it was down to the wire. Yeah, it was nice to watch a pitch. Like, it really was. But I'm I'm actually kind of surprised that Kershaw got the nod over Gonsolin for that um for that um the starting that starting spot. But I mean Gonsolin's in the lineup. He shows Kershaw, up down the line. Kershaw. I mean he's he's I, I got another lefty. A lefty lefty all star game. Yeah. I think I think that's good. And yeah, of course they're relievers. Hater. I mean Hater is not not going to be playing. But Diaz, Helsley, Bednar, Devin Williams took over. Got yeah, that, yeah. Got the addition because of Hater dropping out. I think I think. Both of these, this AL and this NL team, are are evenly matched. I, I think it's I going agree. to be a really good, yeah, really good match. That you know that that means nothing now. Again, like like uh, I digress, but please just bring back the uh, the uh, the prize of of the winning oh, yeah. the winning team home getting field home advantage. field advantage. I think that's at least well deserved because then he put in that little bit of effort, but they don't have to go crazy. You turned about it, it. You turned it into the NFL Pro Bowl at this point. Yeah, seriously. Like I don't I don't want to watch that. But um, so, so this should be a good matchup. A lot, a lot of good um, a lot of good all star, uh, all star stuff going on. Yeah. Of course, you know we, we talked about kind of trades going on. I uh, kind of want to just um, touch up. Other than Juan Soto, who's one guy you'd like to see the Mets get, Evan? Ooh, I don't know. It's tough to think. What, what, what do they need mostly? Like like a DH. A DH. So yeah, they, DH and pitching. Okay, so uh, a lot of good pitchers out. I know. Uh, I'll, I'll kind of say for the Yankees, I think. Um, a really good pitching prospect that that they're they're looking at, and he had an audition the other day when mm-hmm. they played the Reds. The Reds, Luis Castillo. Yeah, I've seen a lot of that. Yeah, too. so I, that's one guy I would like to see him or or someone. Of course, Soto. Yeah, of course. But you know, like someone like Benintendi, someone who's gonna who's gonna get on base and you know, hit a lot. So I'd like to see maybe the Yankees make a move for someone like uh, someone like that. So I think I think I read today too. I think the Mets or somebody. Re- I think the Mets reached out to Benintendi too. Yeah. So they're they're 
in for Soda, they're in for Benintendi, they're in for, you know, Mancini, Mm -hmm. uh, Castillo, Castillos, like, they're in for all those guys, too. But, I mean, it's it's a bunch, it's a bunch of talk until someone's in the uniform. Someone put their money out. Yep, or in the uniform. It's so tough because, yeah, you're, you're, um, giving up prospects, you're giving up future talent for someone who may be a rental. Someone who may just be on the team for two months. That's true. <laughs> so it's it's kind of it's kind of hard, and that's why you're gonna see some teams say, "Oh, I'm in it," and then back out. Yankee said, "You may see us make a a few trades. You may see us not make a single trade." Yeah. And I think that's just how the the trade deadline works. Just who you're willing to give up? Are you willing to give up the farm mm-hmm. for someone proven? So speaking on free agents, this one crossed my mind. I totally forgot. No Syndergaard. What do you think he does? I think this, at the a, end of this year? Yeah, he had a one-year contract. He's a free agent for 23. I don't know. He's trash. I, I think That's a team, the weird thing about it. I think a team can find value out of him, but it's... I feel like he, at this point, he'd be better off in a bullpen somewhere. Yeah, he's either a long reliever or just like a low-end starter. Like, yeah. Like a, a, a four or a five. And that's what I'm wondering. It's just like, does anyone really chase him down? I mean, but when I, when I think about it, I think I would... I'd put, like, um, Syndergaard on, like, the same plane as, like, even though he had a really good start last time, James, Jameson Tyone. Someone mm. who has flashes of pitching well, but also just, like, may, may give up give up three or four bombs in a game, so. Well, that's why I feel like he belongs in, like, a bullpen, yeah. like, a, like a long guy. He, I think he can really benefit from from a good a good pitching staff. A good yeah. pitching staff may be a good, a good pitching coach, so. It would, that could that could be interesting, but yeah, there's yeah. uh, I, I'm excited to really start seeing these these players move around in the in this trade deadline. See who's mm-hmm. selling, who's selling, who's buying, and because uh, you're gonna the first half and the second half, it's like two different seasons, right? Because you're really gonna is. see different, you're gonna see different teams. Here's another pitcher because I'm I'm looking at pitching mm-hmm. contracts right now because I'm really interested in the starting position contracts and Clayton Kershaw is up in 23. I don't see him leaving LA. I, no. I see LA LA's signing him. Sign him for they like pay a, him yeah, one year. Yeah, one year. I I don't. Yeah, I I think he's someone who ends his season as a as a Dodger. Yeah. Yeah. And then here's one little icing on the cake. Mister uh, broke his pinky the other day. Chris Sale, like he has a contract coming up. I don't. I don't see anyone. His contract will come up. It says twenty five, but he might be done for over the next year if this pinky's trash. Because then he's got to go back into rehab. I see. Yeah, Chris, I see. Him, Chris Sale, I see being on his couch dugout. You yeah, think when his contract, contract ends at twenty five, staying in Boston, I think he stays in Boston. Boston tries to do whatever they can with him and maybe move him to, to a, a, a non contender that may have some future prospects. But mm-hmm. I think uh, Chris Sale's best days are, are over. Definitely behind him. Yeah, and um, so uh, I mean, before we talk about fantasy, I know we all want to talk kind of about our um, our teams at the <coughs> at the around the first half. Yeah, and stuff like that. And um, does um, since we said we play a clip from James, but yep. uh, we're gonna have uh, James lead us off. Of course, James's team is the Boston Red Sox. So, um, like we said, uh, JP couldn't be here, so he left us a little clip. We're gonna play it for you guys. Love you, James, and uh, have a listen. DITV Nation, what is going on? It's your boy JP. Sorry, I have to miss, but. I just want to say that as a Red Sox fan, I'm extremely disappointed in our first half. Not happy about it. 
we look like a little league team out there. Our bullpen sucks. Our pitching overall is just not great. We have a few good hitters, and the rest of them just are, are trash. They're straight trash. I know as a Red Sox fan, we're watching a lot of injuries. Chris Sale, you know, Nate Evaldi, Garrett Whitlock, Waka, you know, whatever it is. But just can't be happy about it. We're never going to beat a team like the Yankees this year. We'll never beat a team like Tampa, even Toronto. I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not good. It's not good at all. So uh, it's a wash. Chalk up the season. It's over. It's over. Anyway, boys, love what you're doing. Thanks for carrying on tonight. Keep it going. DITD Nation, we love you. Enjoy your all-star break. I'm out. Well, so, you heard it here first. So James, definitely unhappy with the Sox. Not surprised, I, though. You <laughs> can't, <laughs> Sunday's game, whoop, yeah. you, can't, you can't not be unhappy with the Sox. Um, I mean, he said it all. Like, I don't think there's really much to add to the fact he just dropped the fact their injuries are bad. They're playing poorly. They can't compete with anyone in their league. A lot of there's potential. There's no beating around the bush around the Sox. James got straight to the point. The, the, yeah. the, the, you know, that team has a lot of potential. Devers is a monster. Yep. He is an, he's a killer. They have killers in that lineup. It's just very unfortunate with their injuries, especially Sale. I mean, uh, of course, you know, I'm, I'm not a Red Sox fan, but... I was excited to see Sale come back. I was excited to see Sale versus Cole. That is, that that's a good looking matchup. Yeah. And Sale takes the 106 uh, ball off the, off the hand, and man, that pinky did not look good. That is a shame. That a little zigzag on the yeah. pinky. That there. thing looked like looked like a like a, a crunchy cheese curl. <laughs> and it was yeah, definitely took a strong hand away. Well, to keep it on the AL side, Matt. I mean, let's hear it. Uh, uh, I'm a Yankee fan. You guys know this. Know this by now. Obviously, I'm very, very happy with the um, beginning of the season. Are you happy with Joey Gallo? Uh, you know, <laughs> just, Joey Gallo hour. just kidding. Joey Gallo. He hour. hit. He <laughs> hit a homer. He hit. Of course, again, against the Red Sox on Sunday. He hit a homer. It was in garbage time, but you know, he did it. He did it. Um, but uh, one thing I am happy about with Joey Gallo, he is getting less playing time. He is getting less playing time. Finally. Finally. Maybe they just need to condense his playing. Yeah. So when he does show up, he has a good game. Be- take him back out. Well, well you know who's making that decision so easy for them? Who? Matt Carpenter. Yeah. Dude is a monster. I, mean, I think he has performing. an OPS over 1,300. He has 34 RBIs. On the season already after yeah, and what he played like five weeks. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh my god! He's he's literally he's out. He showed up to play. Twelve homers on the season already. He man is raking. I, someone who who hasn't played in a few years got got released from triple from from the minor leagues. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm just so surprised. But you know, going on Yankees, you got uh, six all stars from the team. Yep. A lot of bright spots. Judge having a MVP type season. Stanton having an up season. I, I can't complain. A lot of pitching has really stepped up. I uh, <clears throat> beginning of the season, of course, they said Yankees were going to win the the World Series. <laughs> but I, to be honest, I wasn't as confident going into this season as I was the Yankees going into last season. Yeah, that has totally changed. I see a more complete team. Hopefully, um, after trade deadline, we see a little, a few more pieces put in there, and just see like a, a bolstering of an already top-notch team. They've been number one in the power rankings a majority of the season, 
not too much to complain about. Just they were first to sixty wins. I don't think that was mentioned no, in our last 70, episode. And you know, seventy games left in the season. So I, I did the math today. They go forty and thirty, which isn't you know not great. Better better than than five hundred. They're I think they're one one oh four and forty eight. To hit that hundred plus mark. Oh, no no no, they'd be. Right now they're sixty four like, and twenty eight. Yeah, sixty four and twenty eight. So, yeah, if they went, yeah, so one hundred four and uh, fifty eight. Yes, that's yes. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's just a great do. season for going for going. Yeah, I just had to do math, guys. Hundred <laughs> minus one hundred four. I mean, there's people like right now Good across math. the whole AL just as announced already with fifty losses. Yeah. Like already, like and yes, he's already earn at thirty. No, not even close. So it's it. You could either see them. Maybe they can match the Mariners from 2001. That'd be really cool to see. But even if they don't, like even like I said, even if they went 40 and 30 over the rest of the season, 104 wins on a season is is great. So my, my point, go for it, Yanks. My point is make it to the postseason. Make it, yeah, just got that. Yep. And that's definitely. I, I I think um, I think a team that is definitely going to make the postseason. I don't think you have to worry this year, Ev. I think the Mets are in, regardless. Even if they don't, even if they don't take that division, they're a wild card team. They, yeah, they, they who, are in. Who the it. hell wants to win the wild card? But you know, it's yeah. do you know do you know one. how cool it is? And ask ask the Braves, ask the the Nationals, how cool it is to be overlooked as a wild card team, and to just walk in there and take it. Well, that's why I'm afraid of the Braves doing it again. Because right now but they're only two and a half the back Mets, at the moment. The which, Mets got their division, so yeah. Don't think about wild card. They got their division. Yeah, yeah. they got the division. Well, here's, the, here's the thing. Since we're shooting over to the Mets here, uh, there's no excuse why they should only be two and a half games in first place. The Braves were ten and a half out in, our, in the beginning of June. Really slow start mm-hmm. with them. But you know what? I think of it like this: the Mets went like twenty-four and I think like ten or twelve without Max Scherzer. You yeah, know, they they were they're still winning without Degrom. They, they held it still down. Still winning without Max Scherzer. Peterson came in, did his job, stepped up. Mm. Um, Walker, Walker, up. Walker started pitching, and then they uh, put in what's his name? I don't even remember his name because he's not even that good of a pitcher. You talking about Tyler? Uh, nope. Um, Joey Bag of Donuts. The Joey Bag of Donuts. Nope. <laughs> dead air. Dead air. Dead air. <laughs> but, uh, I'm having a brain brain fart here. Brain. You got to pull him up. Why you pull up that pitcher? Trevor Williams. Oh, Trevor okay. Williams. Yeah. He, he stepped in. Obviously, he didn't he, he gave you a good maybe four, maybe five. I mean, five him, minutes. Tyler McGill. These are pitchers that came in when they needed to most and did the job they yep. were assigned to do. So that's why I think the Mets get a lot of credit on the NL side. And I mean, they've just been playing well overall with kind of. Not a team in shambles, but a team missing some good pitching. Their bats fell asleep a little bit. And little what's bit. the word on DeGrom? DeGrom is expected All-star, to be back after, after the All-Star, All-Star break, break which is really good news for me before we get into fantasy talk, but I'll just highlight here. You've really, held on to him this whole time, huh? Uh, you think I was ever going to drop a man like that? If they said he wasn't going to play until next year, I'd keep him there just in case. DeGrom cannot be he's put. Gonna, he's going to be good to have him. Oh, yeah. Second really looking forward to it. I mean, because we've been maintaining nicely. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll get into fantasy in a hot second here. But, yeah, to wrap up with the Mets, I just think they've been playing well. I have not high, because I don't want to jinx it that way, but good expectations that they maintain what they need to. Playoffs aren't even a question in my book. And it's a matter of just getting their pitching back in order, maintaining, and then playing good ball. They have had a lot of close games lately. 
where it's yeah. all these like you well, know. They went into extra innings twice with the Cubs this past weekend. That was wild to me. Uh, it's a weird plays. It's but overall, Drew freaking Drew Smith. Yeah, and Drew Smith got to go. Seth Lugo absolutely is trash. Edwin, I don't know why they don't see that. Edwin Diaz is the only decent closing pitcher mm-hmm. in my book. Heard it here first. No, all right. But before <laughs> before we do go to fantasy, I want a hot take from everyone for the second half of the season, and I'll I'll start. The Baltimore Orioles make <coughs> the playoffs. That's they, a hot they, take. They make the playoffs. They are one and a half games behind the Red Sox for fourth place, and right now I think I think the Red Sox are a wild card team. Yeah, are, 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 are at least one spot away. The the Orioles are are a few games out of that wild card spot. I think the Orioles become a wild card team. I like that. So I'll do take. you think do you think they become buyers now or sellers? I, I don't think they're selling. I think at the very least because that's gonna, they maintain. That's gonna f everything up. I think they at least maintain. I got a hot take, and it's going to be really upsetting to say it. <clears throat> Degrom somehow manages to not last the rest of the season as soon as he comes back. Oh, why would you say that? Because let's be because honest. That's, high. <laughs> that's spicy. That's a spicy take, and coming from a guy who's very honestly a <laughs> newly in- introduced Mets fan. Thank you, Figma family. But here's the reality of his injuries. He gets hurt a lot. He is fragile. He's playing well. He's gone through, you know, single, double, triple A games playing well. He's going to have a lot of good games. I am just worried that something's going to happen with his shoulder a little inflamed. Not permanent, nothing drastic, but I have a feeling he'll come back in somewhere between now and postseason. He might hit a little... An IL stint, you think, or just like something day-to-day? I'm going to say at least day-to-day. Okay. That's the hot take, because I will not be surprised if they say after a few weeks of pitching, he gets like maybe three, four starts in, and something flares up, and they just want to be careful with Mm -hmm. him. It's not to curse him to think he's just going to break in half, but I think something will happen. They're going to say, take it easy, day-to-day. We'll come back to you when we come back to you. They don't shut him down. They definitely don't shut him down. don't shut him down. I guess that's something you expect from a flamethrower. Because, I mean, I I, I bet Max Scherzer has to go day-to-day because his arm is sore or something like that. Right, so day-to-day... Especially with his age. Scherzer's age, he's like... But he's he's had longevity throughout his season. He's pitching like a fiend right now, Mm -hmm. though. All right, Ev, let's let's hear Make it spicy, brother. Oh, jeez. Well... To piggyback off of you, Baltimore's only three and a half out of the wild card. Yeah, that so is crazy. That's true, and that's their cool. record is forty six. They're, they're five hundred. Yeah, 46 that's, that's cool to say. Um, my hot take. You have it uh, sitting in trades or in the way people finish? Uh, because right now we're in a spicy moment where hot takes teams. Oh, man, this is gonna be. This is tough. This is tough. If you had to choose, is it a team not making its playoffs? Or Juan Soto going somewhere you wouldn't expect. I think, and I hate to say this because I would love Juan Soto to come to New York. I think Juan Soto's going to San Diego before the trade deadline, and San Diego is going to reel in the Dodgers. That is a double hot take. That's spicy. This man That's came a spicy in. One. They're ten games one, out, but two hot takes. Ten games out, halfway through. Look at the Braves. They, they reeled the Mets in in yeah. a month. You're doubling down. They're going to get Juan Soto. Their team is going to be healthy. Blake Snell is going to finish his season strong Mm -hmm. because he's been hit or miss. You, Darvish, I think they're all going to come together in San Diego. And I'm telling you, by the end of August, you're going to see 
San Diego and the Dodgers flipped, or at least the San Diego Padres within one game. Hey, spicy. We like to see it. That's spicy. That's fantastic. And speaking of fantastic, we're going <laughs> to talk about fantasy. Woo-hoo. I love that. I, I love that. sound effects into there. But, uh, that transition was stupid. That's not nice. Well, um, <laughs> Let's go Mets. Let's hear fantasy, it. Fantasy is interesting. Uh, of course, with the, the All-Star break, it's kind of an extended week. Yep. I, I I looked at it this morning. Not Which is st- also stupid. Not thinking that, but that was I was looking to see, all right, who am I? What it looks like look like this weekend? I, I, me and Evan are still are still facing off. Now, yep. Evan, I don't know where the hell Evan. <laughs> dude, I, I don't know from. where I came from. Where the hell did you come Evan, from, dude? Your team sucks. They do. <laughs> they, but where did you come from, bro? Like, uh, I, <laughs> you literally have, have more points than anyone. Yeah, dude, you, I'm and I, I wiped Joey out last week. Like, Mikey. Yeah, Mikey. Wrong brother. Yeah, wrong, wrong brother. Wrong, wrong brother. brother on my side. Wrong brother. Bro. Shout out to but, Joey. But yeah. Shout out to Joey. So, so I, I <laughs> Congratulations. Went, I went in this morning saying, all right, I'm coming off of a loss and stuff. No, like, I, it's, I, I'm still getting beat. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm, beat, I'm getting beat. I'm 324 me, 410 Avdog. <coughs> There's still a chance. The fat lady's not singing yet. The biggest issue is you pigs have. Ain't the, I don't see no pigs yet, but I'm, I'm hoping that I can maybe pull a... I come from behind, but right. that's only with games on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. There's a lot Sunday. of double headers packed yeah. up at the end of the week, and the big thing that I noticed when I'm looking at your guys' split, Evan didn't have a single player that lost in points. Oh, I and, and me, I had the exact opposite. You have about twenty something. I was counting it up this morning, doing oh. the math, because it's the difference of being nearly a hundred points out yeah. versus what could have been only fifty to sixty, but. If Dylan Cease has anything to say about it, you might scrap up another thirty. He's he's the only one because when you look at that, like I mean, when you look at my my top offensive guy, twenty four points, and but then you look at, at so ma- I have so many people in negative. Clay Holmes negative ten points. Zach Wheeler negative seven points. Trout negative two points. Like I have guys who just absolutely done nothing or got me less than double digit points. In honor of James. Who? Who? <laughs> so Matt, I have four guys on my roster this week that got over 30. 30 yeah. Po- 30 points or Turner, more. Turner, Kluber, Merrill Kelly, and Scherzer. I well, mean, yeah, where did Corey Kluber come from? I was going to highlight Kelly. Kelly's been out of nowhere. His Kelly, past yeah. like, starts from mid-June to now. I mean, he had one weird start on the 24th against uh, Detroit with only two points. But guy's been pitching. I mean, you got Max Scherzer at the top. That I That is not a surprise. Um, and then Giolito came to life a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Austin Riley on fire before the All-Star he's break. He's smacking the ball. Mm-hmm. Bobby mm-hmm. Witt Jr. He's, he's Let's go. Good good rookie. So I, I'm just hoping that maybe some uh, some guys that can step it up for the rest of the week, guys like uh, Byron Buxton. He's got me zero points already so far this week. Jose Trevino. Um and, uh, and you know Trout, Trout, I, I told to step up from last time, and uh, he's really got to do it. But um, well, I'll speak for James a little bit because we're got our matchup. So you are whooping him. I mean, let's be real, James, step it up. James, <laughs> James, your, t- your team stinks. Your team stinks. They'll say it for you. I mean, overall, it's kind of the same thing that happened to you two, right? So I only had two players with some minus points, a total of minus four points when you look at the summary. James, on the other hand. He had Kyle or Keegan Thompson with 
minus 13 points. Paveda, minus 12 points. Schwarber, minus 8 points. How is Schwarber going to minus 8? I thought he would be playing better than that. He had a lot of bad games. So, like, the 13th, the 15th, the 17th, right off the rip there, it's like minus 9, picked up a game in between. Yeah. But just not good ball all around. But on my side of town, it's a pitching thing going on. I got Kershaw. We all know he's been playing great. Yeah. Uh, David Peterson. Peterson, yeah. Peterson's stepping up. My favorite player that I go after every fantasy year, Jake Cronenworth, one of the best utility players I've ever seen. Uh, you know, 25 points right there. Tie on, 24 points. And then just going down the list, consistency is the key. So I don't have a step-it-up player overall right now, except for maybe Cindergard. Mm-hmm. But I've been saying that a few times to the point where it's like, I'm not dropping him, but dude, just get your shit together. Get it together. Get it together. So... Great matchup. Really looking forward to seeing what the pitching matchups will be like because they haven't announced at this moment what your pitching looks like for the rest of the week in through yeah, yeah, Sunday. So. so it's kind of a guessing game till the game's picked back up. So 19 pitchers total. It's going to be really interesting. But to wrap it up, Matt, did you have a step it up player by any chance? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I told like Trow and Byron Bucks and Clay Holmes to step it up. The whole group. Yeah, just step, step it up, guys. If you had a look at your team, does anyone really need to step it up right now? Your well, team's playing great. First off, I just want to do a shout-out to the new manager at Belvedere Fuan for having John Gray still on the IL. Thanks, Rich. Um, yeah. We're going to have to call you about it, Rich. <laughs> so, step it up player for me. Uh, let's see. Let me go into league scoreboard. I mean, the way everyone's playing. Um... I mean, I got no negatives. Um, Christian Yelich, he's still one of my lower performers, and I expected a lot more from him. So, yeah, he would be my step it up if I had to give one. But, but at this point, good week, good week, Ev. good week, good week, good week. And uh, James, we'll just say it for you: step it up, step it up, step it up. Come on, James. Red Sox, step it up. Who? 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 Nico, you don't need to step it up. You're perfect the way you he's are, buddy. He's king, big king. <laughs> but on that note, uh, guys, great sesh. Uh, James, we missed you on this one, but we'll be looking forward to the next episode when he can talk some more trash. We loved your clip, though. Yeah. Love the clip. Thanks for making a little intro, and uh, that'll do it. So yeah, ne- next uh, next episode <clears throat> might be um, uh, no, won't be close enough for for our July team, but. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great second half with you yeah. with you boys and we'll uh, be at least to be able to talk about lucky thirteen next time. Oh, uh, lucky thirteen. But yeah, so that'll do it, guys. We yep. love you. Thank you for the support. Follow us on Instagram. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, wherever you listen to your podcast, guys. You are rock stars. Have a great second rest of the season. Enjoy your home run derby and your all star game.